Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SLG Meetup. I hope everybody's doing fantastic this morning. Today we're going to be heading all the way to Dubai because we have with us our dear friend Jasin, a luxury real estate broker and associate partner with Knight Frank with over $450 million sold worth of real estate. And he's going to tell us all about Dubai real estate market, why it's so booming and how is it that the majority of high net worth individuals now want a piece of Dubai. My friend, what's happening? Oh, good, how are you? Finally connected. I'm doing phenomenal. And I'm glad to have Mr. Palm Jumeirah with us. <laughs> what's happening, Jasin? All good, all good. I mean, it's evening, yeah? I know it's uh, the, in the morning in Miami. But yeah, all good, all good. How things with you? Can't complain, just recovering from our Basel. It's been a really hectic last week and now back into traction. Lots of people here in Miami, weather is phenomenal. And I'm actually heading to Dubai in a week. So I'll see you oh, there. It's probably the most perfect time. I mean, weather's now finally subsided here. So we have a very long summer, uh, but December, January, February, it's a perfect time. The city's very busy. We've got the Expo 2020 going on as well. Uh, so it's perfect timing that you're going to be coming here at that time. Amazing. I love it. So you guys are having the Formula One happening, right, in a few days? Yes. So we've got the Formula One weekend. It's probably one of the biggest weekends of the year. Um, so we had, uh, last weekend, we had the 50th anniversary of, of the UAE. Uh, and then this weekend, we have the, um, uh, the, uh, the Grand Prix. And it's the final one as well. So we're quite spoiled here when it comes to weekend entertainment, week in, week out. No, you guys have it all. The expo was happening too. Like, you guys have non-stop occurrences and events that keep the city so excited, right? So yeah, they, they've designed it to make it very vibrant. There's constantly events going on. Huge influx of tourists are coming all the time anyway. And, they, and they're constantly stepping up the game to make sure when the tourists are here, they experience unique exclusive kind of event and that's why we have so much going on here all the time mm -hmm. well i mean i think this is also a phenomenal opportunity for yourself right as a luxury real estate broker you've seen demand rise and yeah. tell us a little bit because you are a successful luxury real estate broker specialized in palm jumeira and yeah. other you know residential areas but tell us a bit about yourself and how the real estate market in dubai has been evolving over the years. Yeah, I mean, just to give you a brief reason, I've been in Dubai nearly 13 years now. Um, I did seven years of real estate back in the UK. Um, I actually got into real estate. I lived in Spain in 2002, 2003. Um, and I visited Marbella quite often. So I was based in Malaga. I used to go to Marbella a lot. I was fascinated by the properties there. Obviously, the climate, everything is beautiful. Andalusia is, is my... Uh, oh, my God. Place. So nice. Yeah, that's my future retirement place. But that sparked the interest. When I, uh, when I finished university, I went back to the UK. Uh, and I did real estate for seven years in the UK. But in the UK, it was more investor properties. And then I moved to Dubai in 2009, specifically wanting to work in luxury. Obviously, Palm Jumeirah is, is, is the area that I, I specialize in. I have done for the last nearly 13 years. Uh, but the interesting thing, what you've mentioned as well, is the last 12 months have been incredible. I mean, record numbers of transactions, record numbers of deals above $10 million. 
there's a huge influx of buyers, especially from Europe, that come in. We really are appreciating the luxury property here. I mean, Dubai's always had, we've been spoiled for choice. We have a lot of luxury property. Not a lot, but we've got a good number of luxury properties and developments here. And I've always thought they were underpriced when you compare them to your New York, your Miami, your London, your Paris, you know, these kind of places. But I think since COVID started, the logistics changed, I think, globally for, uh, for luxury property. Dubai was no different. I think in Dubai, the properties that have fared really well are the beachfront properties, which is what I specialize right. in the park. Uh, and it's a lot of European money that's actually coming in, which is different to previously, because previously it was a lot of Indian, Iranian, Arabic money right. and Chinese. But the shift has changed and it's a lot more European money now. But it's six so you'll say, So you'll say that the majority of these big purchases come from Europeans? A lot Where's of Europeans, that? a lot of Europeans. in general. So, see, the, so the US buyers haven't really taken, I mean, they have interest here. I mean, there are US buyers that are buying here, but it's a minute amount of uh, investors or clients. I mean, I'm not sure if maybe the perception of, of the Middle East or Dubai isn't quite what the, their perception is, because I think there's a lot of um, the Middle East in general, I think. Unless you visit Dubai, it, it's very different to what maybe you see in the news and what's been portrayed as what the Middle East is about. Yeah. Dubai, uh, more specifically in Palm Jumeirah, what are some of the new projects that you can tell us about? I'd say the top three, just to kind of break it down for you. So we've got the Royal Atlantis project. So we've always had an Atlantis hotel. They've now built a residential project, which is half residential, half hotel. Uh, it's going okay. to be handed over in March next year. So that I would class as a super prime project in terms of finishing mm -hmm. architecture, the amenities, um, and even the positioning of it right at the top of the Palm Jumeirah. Then you have a development called the W Residences, which is part of the W Hotel brand. Uh, right. They've gone for more of a penthouse vibe. All the apartments are super, super large. The smallest unit is around 5,000 square foot, which is about 450 square meters. Um, yeah. So they've gone for a, a very luxurious, it's got the, the element of the W Hotel right next to it as well. Uh, and then you have the third project, which is the one by Omniat, uh, managed by Dorchester Collection. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, it's, it's a very boutique, it's a very niche project compared to the other two projects, because there's no hotel element to it. It's only a residential project, but they've got the management company Dorchester involved. And the interesting thing with all these three projects is they have been... For sale, they were launched maybe three to four years ago, and the sales have been very, very, very steady. Uh, the last 12 months, pretty much and now all of the um, And there's more projects that are going to be announced next year. Um, so Omniat are launching another project. We've got Select Group. We've got the uh, Palmer Holdings who bought Plus. There's going to be a lot more projects in the pipeline as well. Now, in regards to this market, right? Yeah, we talked about all the positive things that are happening, but what's the biggest challenge for yourself as a luxury real estate broker? I think the biggest challenge we have, again, is a lot of misinformation about Dubai. So when it comes to buyers and sellers, um, this Dubai market has been very volatile. I mean, historically, if you look at Dubai market since 2005 to 2021, when it comes to mm -hmm. property prices going up and down, they've been pretty sharp. And that can scare people because of the volatility of it. The other challenge we have as brokers is the reluctancy of sellers to give 
um, agent's exclusivity. I think right. the exclusivity element here, historically, agents, sorry, owners have always given their properties to four, five, six different agents. And I think if they're in that mindset, sometimes it's a challenge. I mean, for me personally, I mean, I always try and get 50% of my listings exclusive. And it's right. no surprise that pretty much 90% of my deals are exclusive. Either the seller's exclusive or the buyer's exclusive. So that's what I've really been trying to work on in the, in the, in the last few years, is to try and really get the sellers to buy into me, buy into my brand, uh, the company, obviously, that backs me up, which is Night Frank. Uh, and then actually understand the, the benefits of exclusivity. Because from where I come in the UK, exclusivity is a given. You, you don't really need to uh, push it. Maybe the US is probably very similar in that sense. Yeah, whereas very in similar, Dubai, yeah. Yeah, whereas in Dubai, I mean, we're slowly changing the logistics of it, but it's taking time. Can I ask you, Jacin, when it comes to this market evolving so fast, do you yeah. see any specific projections for the next year? The way I see it, I think we've had 12 months of incredible growth. I think we're going to now see a period of stagnation in, in, in the sense that the prices, I think, have let, kind of hit a ceiling, a glass ceiling in terms of prices. And I think post-export will also be very interesting because we've had a lot of hype around the, the expo. So it's interesting what happens after the expo. I'm sure Dubai have got something in the, in the pipeline that we've not, we're not even aware of. Uh, but I personally see prices are going to be stable now for six to 12 months. And then we'd have to see where the market logistics are because there is a lot of properties being launched in Dubai. So ultimately, it is going to come down to um, supply and demand. The good thing is that luxury properties are few and far between. There's not that many projects. A lot of the projects are, are kind of lower to the middle end uh, of the market because that's where there's a churn in transactions. Whereas a luxury sector, it's still very small. And that's why I still, I don't see that suffering and I don't see any kind of price negativity. Very interesting. No, great points. Great points. And let's see what happens. Right? Because we don't know how to let's say, but those are just a message. So you'll see for yourself. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So Justin, tell me a little bit just briefly about yourself. Like what's been one of the major turn points in your career that have helped you become the successful real estate broker you are today? I think for me, uh, when I came to Dubai, uh, I was very specific that I wanted to do luxury. I was quite focused on, on doing the palm. Uh, but in, obviously 10, 12 years ago, real estate was done very, very differently. You know, it was all uh, in newspapers and magazines and websites were just kind of coming in, in, into play. But I think nowadays, I, I think, one of the reasons I would say I'm successful is because I've been self-branding myself for the last five to six years. So regardless of what company I'm with, what agency I'm with, I'm always about me branding myself so people know me for who I am as opposed to what company that I work for. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think with, with, with social media, with the way properties are sold now, property is very visual. You know, so with the Instagram, your YouTubes, um, other platforms as well, if you can, if you can leverage that in the correct way, there's, I think there's a right way of doing it and there's a wrong way of doing it. I think you can find the balance and do it correctly. I, I think it's, it's a great way of um, really putting yourself out there, not only on a local scale, but on a global scale as well. And it doesn't actually cost that much. I mean, if you do it properly, I mean, especially Instagram and things like that, it's very cost efficient compared to maybe um, sponsoring things and, and certain paid 
campaigns. So I think that's probably been uh, one of my main successes is the way I've positioned myself, branded myself, mm -hmm. and I've really leveraged uh, a lot of the social media platforms. Amazing. No, you've done a phenomenal job, so I have to congratulate you on that. And for those that are watching or listening, please make sure to follow Jacin because the way that he carries himself and exposes all the content of the properties in the market is very interesting. So please follow him. Thank you. And one thing, and I know you have to go as well, so just wanted to ask you briefly about the same question that we ask all of our guests. What is luxury yeah. to you? See, again, luxury is different for different people, which I know probably everyone says. Um, and, and for me, it's not just about the price. I think the location, um, the condition of the property matters. But I think the uniqueness, the exclusivity element of it, the character, how superior the property is, I think all of these factors matter. But I think you can even take it a little bit uh, one step ahead. And it's actually looking at the property's beauty inside and out looking at the, the custom architecture, maybe the custom design of the property as well, opening um, finishes, uh, attention to detail. I, so I think it, it's kind of a, there's no, no word to really describe luxury. And, and again, it's different for different, in, in different people's eyes. And Dubai is a, is a city with over 180 nationalities. So again, what I consider as a luxury property, for some people it isn't. I mean, what I'm giving you is more of a kind of an overview of what I think generally works for luxury. Uh, and actually, we're very blessed in Dubai because we do have uh, very, very nice, luxurious projects where people have gone, where money doesn't matter, and they've really, really gone out. And it's, it's great to be part of a real estate market like that. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for your input. I think that's a great definition of luxury. And I do appreciate your time. I think it's been no, an amazing conversation with great insights so i'm sure everybody's found a lot of value in it is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap this up um well first i just want to thank you guys for having me on your show um and it would be nice obviously when you're in dubai next week we, we, we can or the week after we can meet up uh, and talk but i really think i mean especially for the u.s viewers i think uh, people who are maybe uh, not quite sure what dubai is about i think it's really interesting for them to come experience it for themselves and make their own judgment as opposed to maybe getting too brainwashed with the, with what the TV says it's about, not what, what, what the actual experience is. Everybody to Dubai, let's go. <laughs> Miami, Dubai, Dubai, Miami. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank Perfect. you so much, Jacina. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you. Perfect. Speak to you soon, man. Bye. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.